Welcome to ReChurch. I'm Marshall Fant, the Director of Church Consulting and Strategic Planning for Gospel Fellowship Association Missions. My purpose is to encourage pastors and church leaders as you refocus, renew, and revitalize your churches. We've established this podcast to offer practical tips and suggestions as you equip disciples to make disciples. Thanks again for listening to GFA Missions Podcast ReChurch. This is Marshall Fant. It's Good to be back with you. I'm recording this in December of 2020. I want to remind you of the next virtual missions roundtable. It's January the 16th, 2021. The topic will be value of short-term missions. So uh, you can go to gfamissions.org slash roundtables and check out what's coming with the next virtual roundtable. It's been great participation all over the world with this. So if you have someone interested in missions or you just want to check it out, be sure and tune in. 9 o'clock Eastern time on Saturday, January 16th. As far as today's podcast, it's going to be a little unique. I will not interview anyone. I just want to take a few minutes to encourage our pastors. I know this is a unique time of ministry, unique season of ministry. COVID seems to be respiking and uh, new challenges for the church all over the U.S. as well as all over the world. And in my travels and conversations with pastors, you know, I've never seen so many pastors working so hard, so hard, but yet so discouraged. So many of you have become weary, and I fully understand laboring in an uncertain season, not knowing who will come, not knowing who will not come, who you can visit, who you can't visit, what hospital visits you can make, what you cannot make. And so I just want to take a few minutes to encourage our pastors, and if you're listening and you're not a pastor, that's fine. Forward this on, or maybe this will give you insight of how to pray for your pastors. But number one, for pastors, I want to remind us that the church is not my church. It's not your church. The church belongs to Jesus. Matthew 16, 18, Christ gave the great promise, I will build my church. So I want to remind us all that even though we labor and we take ownership and we do all we can, it is not my church. The church belongs to Jesus. And it's my privilege and your privilege to pastor the church during this season, even though it's a very difficult season, it's Christ's church. The world has seen many epidemics come and go. This is just another one, but yet during this time, the church has continued to be built. Christ will build it, and it's our responsibility to do what we can while we are in the office of pastor of a church, but remember, it's not your responsibility to build the church. It is Christ's responsibility because it belongs to him, and that is his promise. Number two, I want you to remember that you're the under-shepherd, and I want you to remember you have a great shepherd for your soul. First Peter 2, verse 25 says, for you were like sheep going astray but have now returned to who? The shepherd and overseer of your soul. So it's a great privilege to shepherd people, but remember that you need to be shepherded by the great shepherd as you shepherd others. You need to continue to feed your soul. During this time of struggle, don't forget your shepherd as you do shepherd. Shepherd is a wearying business. It's a wearying call. But you must feed your soul from the great under-shepherd, the great shepherd himself, while you shepherd your people. So you're the under-shepherd, and you have a shepherd for your soul. So don't forget to go there for your strength. Go there for your encouragement. Go there for crying out for help. Next thing I want you to remember is that you're not alone. Pastors, so often we isolate ourselves. We're laboring in a church by ourselves, in a rural church or small church. I want to remind us of the great prophet Elijah. In First Kings 18, he had the great victory on Mount Carmel. The false prophets were destroyed. The drought ends in chapter 18, and then in chapter 19, what happens? 
Elijah receives that secondhand threat, and Elijah runs. He runs away. He isolates himself. And isolation can bring magnification of the problem, so much so that in 1 Kings 19, the great prophet Elijah said, Lord, take my life. So we know when we go away from people, away from the Lord, we isolate ourselves. Things get magnified. So pastors, I want to remind you that we all need to have other pastors in our lives, whether a part of a fellowship or just a personal friend you can call on. That isolation often brings magnification of the problem. So do not think that you're the only one. You're the only church going through this. Every pastor is struggling. Every pastor, and again, as I mentioned, they're working so hard. They're laboring fervently, but yet they are discouraged. But remember, you're not alone. Call another pastor. or Maybe a pastor, if you're listening, maybe you can reach out to someone today. Maybe it's you that can reach out. Also remember that here we at GFA Missions, we're here to encourage you as well. You can call me or you can email me, mfant at gfamissions.org. Or you can email Bruce McAllister, bmcallister at gfamissions.org. Call either one of us. My cell is 803-517-3701. Feel free to call me. I'll be happy to pray with you, spend time with you. But do not think you're alone. Do not think you're the only pastor going through struggling times during this season because you're not. Next reminder I want to bring to you is found in Ephesians 6. You know, we expect opposition from outside, but not inside. But you need to prepare for that because many times people have certain expectations, but we're reminded in Ephesians chapter 6, what are we told to do? Verse 10, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Put on the hold of the complete armor of God. Why? That you may be able to withstand, may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil, against his schemings. And part of his schemings may be to try to divide the church. I've seen churches split over this, the mask, the no mask the singing, the no singings, but pastors, please remember to put on the whole armor of God. I remind you, it goes on to say in verse 16, above all, taking the shield of faith with which you've been able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. You know, when we're ministering in seasons like this and discouragement, it can paralyze us in our leadership. So we must, by faith, continue to lead and pray for our church the way we should continue, pastors, to lead by faith. Take new ground during this epidemic. Take times to make sure you know the next step of faith your church needs to be taking, but don't, don't be paralyzed with fear. Continue to take that next step of faith. And part of this spiritual warfare is don't forget to pray. Verse 18 of Ephesians 6, praying always with all prayer and supplications in the Spirit, being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplications. And notice what it says, for all the saints even those that are opposing you within your church, even deacons that may have left your deacon board because they're not coming to church because of the pandemic. Maybe leaders that just say, Pastor, I'm out of here. I don't agree with you on your mass policy. I was in a church where a pastor and a key deacon were at odds with each other. The deacon thought the pastor should enforce a mask policy for everyone. The pastor thought it should be left to individuals, and if they're distancing themselves, they should not have to wear a mask. It got so bad, the pastor was losing sleep over this, but by God's grace, the deacon came under conviction and realized he was the one causing strife in the church. And praise the Lord, the deacon came, but the pastor was praying for him. The deacon came and made things right and said he was causing strife on a non-biblical issue. 
praise the Lord for that. But also, pastors, could we be the ones causing strife? Talked to a healthcare worker, and the healthcare worker was told not to come back to church as long as they were ministering to COVID patients. So now you got healthcare workers isolated being told they recommend not to come back to the church. So pastors, don't be the ones causing that kind of strife. Maybe you're the ones causing isolation. I know these uncertain times, and I know that we've not been through this before, but this season will end. So I ask you, how are you praying? How are you leading in faith? Philippians 4, 6, and 7 reminds us how we're to pray. We're reminded in Philippians chapter 4 of praying. What are we to do? We are to pray with thanksgiving. So are you praying and being thankful for your sheep as you lead them? Are you thankful for them each step of the way? Philippians 4, 6, and 7, be anxious for nothing. Pastors, how anxious, how discouraged are you? But in everything by prayer and supplication, notice our next phrase, you know this, with thanksgiving. Let your request be made known unto God, and then the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, shall guard your minds through Christ Jesus. So pastors, are you praying? Here's a suggestion I have for you. Whenever I got discouraged, I'd make a list of 100 specific things I was thankful for about people that I may be at odds with. And so all the people in all the thankful lists, maybe today you could sit down and make out a list. As you go to the Lord in prayer, to start listing the thankful list that you have for those in your church, for your leadership, for those who are maybe at odds with you. Maybe you can list things you're thankful for about them, how they've been a blessing in the past. There's always something to be thankful for. So pastors, as you're ministering during this time, would you please take time to make a list of 100 things about your congregation you're thankful for? And that is a great way you can minister to your own heart as well as the heart of your congregation. Let's just review this. So as we labor during this season, which will end, and I know you're weary, I know you're discouraged, and again, I know you're working so hard. But remember, the church is not your church. It belongs to Christ, Matthew 16, 18. He will build his church during this season and the seasons to come. Number two, that you are the under-shepherd and you have a great shepherd. So while you're shepherding during this weary season, remember that you are to be shepherded by Jesus Christ himself. Go back to him. So as you shepherd, remember the great shepherd. Number three, remember you're not alone. Don't isolate yourself. Don't be Elijah in defeat. Be Elijah in victory. Call another pastor. Try to find someone today. Would you do this? Call a pastor today to encourage him. And finally, remember, this is a spiritual battle. Yes, opposition can come from without, and many of you may be laboring under orders from the health department of not to meet or the governor or whoever, but also opposition can come within. And remember to lead by faith. Do not allow this weary time to paralyze your spiritual leadership by faith. Above all, taking the shield of faith, lead by faith. Again, anything we can do from you here at GFA Missions, feel free to call. We're praying for you. I trust this message will be in time of encouragement for you as pastors and for you to pray for your pastor. God bless. You're listening to ReChurch, a podcast of Gospel Fellowship Association Missions. If you would like more information about our ministry or how we may assist you and your church, visit us at gfamissions.org slash consulting.